0: I give God a shout of praise in this house. Come on, on a Tuesday night, lift up your voice and shout with a voice of triumph in this place tonight.
1: Woo!
0: Hallelujah. How many of you thank God for a Holy Ghost fire? John said he that cometh after me is mightier than I he shall baptize you with the Holy Ghost and with fire y fuego hermano Espanosa some of us need a fresh baptism of fire you got the Holy Ghost but your fire went out you ought to be a flaming fire everywhere that you Tell your neighbor, it's not time to chill out. It's time to catch on fire tonight. One gospel writer said, uh, I wish somebody's soul uh, would catch on. Push your neighbor. Tell them, neighbor, uh, it's time to catch on fire again. Uh, let that fresh fire, uh, that fresh power. Uh, that press seal uh, that press anointing uh, get a hold of me again come on somebody the enemy will do everything he can to try and extinguish your fire now you got to be careful with that word because sometimes we try to use big words and we get it all mixed up somebody one time said Bishop, you look so extinguished. They meant to say, distinguished. I said, I'm glad to know I put your fire out. But you got to watch that devil. He'll try to bring problems to your day. Uh, He'll try to bring fear and depression and confusion. Uh, Anything he can uh, to keep you from being a burning uh, fire in this world today. Uh, But I got news for him tonight. Uh, I still got it, and I still want it. Yes, I want the fire. Woo-hoo. You see, <laughs> since the Tabitha, they brought Daniel and Shadrach and Meshach and Abednego, they brought them boys to a fiery furnace. they said lord he can deliver us but if he doesn't want to we know our god is still a deliverer and god allowed them to get thrown into the fire but there's a revelation you've got to remember sometimes god will bring you to what looks like it will destroy you because he knows you're going to make it out on the other side but your enemy won't make it through the same ones that threw them in the fire uh, got burnt by the fire uh, they were hoping would destroy them Uh, you gotta understand there's some things uh, that god's leading you through uh, that when you come out on the other side uh, your enemy's gonna be drowned in the red sea Uh, your enemy's gonna be destroyed Uh, i wish i had a believer in the building uh, that would lift up your hands right now uh, One songwriter wrote, and it, it wasn't an apostolic songwriter, but you could, you could almost make the song apostolic. <laughs> he said, if you're going through hell, keep on going. And then in one part of the song he said, if you're scared, don't show it, because you might just end up on the other side before the devil even realizes you're there. Somebody ought to just put your hands together in the face and in the midst of your adversity tonight. Ah. How many of you remember that word Bishop Elder preached? I was born and bred in the fire patch. I was born in the fire. I was born in the furnace. I was born for it. High five your neighbor and quote those other apostolic lyrics. Tell them I'm too hot to handle, too cold to hold. (laughs) Somebody put your hands together one more time and give God a praise. Woo! Amen. You can be seated for just a moment. Anybody grateful to be in the house of the Lord tonight? My God, what an awesome presence of the Lord is here already today. I want to say, again, what a privilege and honor it is to have all of our guests that are with us in the house of the Lord. Would you help me one more time, church? Put your hands together and help me make some Holy Ghost noise for all of our... Come on, we can do better than that. I need everybody. Come on, help me recognize all of our guests that are here in the house of the Lord tonight. What a privilege and an honor it is to have you in in the house of the Lord with us to all those who are streaming with us online tonight. Thank you for tuning in to what's happening here at the Rock Church. And uh, God is doing some amazing, amazing things in this house. How many of you were here Sunday and blessed by what the Holy Ghost did in this sanctuary on Sunday? I mean, it was a Holy Ghost explosion in this place. Sunday morning before we even started our church service during choir rehearsal, Sophia was baptized in Jesus' name, came out of the water speaking in other tongues. Amen. And then Sunday morning after the service, Eve was baptized in Jesus' name for the remission of his sins. And then Denise was baptized in Jesus' name for the remission of her sins. She came out of the water speaking in tongues as God filled her with the Holy Ghost. And then Sunday night, I'm telling you what a sovereign move of God hit this place. We never made it to a formal sermon. And uh, the Holy Ghost ministered in such a powerful way. And when we were done here Sunday night, Jonas C. was baptized in Jesus' name. For the remission of his sins, filled with the Holy Ghost, and then Zayala was baptized in Jesus' name, and filled with the Holy Ghost on Sunday night. Amen. Amen. And revival continues to permeate through this house and encompass our city. I'm so grateful to be a part of it. Amen. Amen. And uh, my God, I, I didn't know if we were going to make it to this point in the service. Sister Angie Henry grabbed that mic and started shouting momentum. The Holy Ghost got a hold of her. Woo! She got she got that Puerto Rican fire, New York New York Puerto Rican fire. My God, did you, you, you bring some notes? You ready to preach, Sister Angie? I'll hand you the mic right now, girl. And uh, so many awesome things to look forward to this week that are happening in this house. And uh, it is a privilege and an honor tonight uh, to have Brother Thane Buxton with us tonight. All the way from Chula Vista, California. Come on, help me put your hands together and make him welcome. Amen. We want him to come and get ready to preach the word of the Lord to us tonight. And and, uh, I'm just kidding, buddy. (laughs) Amen. <laughs> I just wanted to see him sweat for a moment. Amen. I, I love, love, love this young man, and uh, as this as this church knows, uh, the Buxton family is very, very near and dear to us. These are this is family to us, and so I'm just big unk. It's one of my nephews, and we're glad he's here to spend a little bit of time with us. And uh, uh, Sunday night, while we were having church. The wind blew an evangelist in from California named John Willis. <laughs> yeah, y'all excited to have evangelist John Willis with us tonight. Amen. Stand with to your feet all over the sanctuary as we prepare for the word of the Lord. We're honored to have Brother Willis uh, back in the house of the Lord with us tonight. Needs no introduction to this house. And uh, he's going to come and preach uh, from the pulpit he built. And uh, we're just grateful he's here. Thankful for the anointing of God that's on his life. We want him to come and just follow the Holy Ghost tonight. Amen. I know it's Tuesday, but how many of you are ready to just pray back and have church tonight? Would you put your hands together one more time and give God a great praise all across this sanctuary as he comes to deliver the Word of God. Come on, let's
2: do it unto the Lord. High and lifted up. Let his train fill this temple. Hallelujah, hallelujah, hallelujah. Hallelujah. Praise God, praise God. Turn to your neighbor, give him a high five. So aren't you glad that you are in an apostolic church tonight? Praise God, hallelujah. Amen, praise God. It's good to be in the house of the Lord and to lift up the name of Jesus. Amen, praise God. It's always good to come back home. the other way things keep happening around here I says I'm going to have to bring my wife I'm going to find a way to get her on this plane and because I always get the dirty looks because they don't look at me they're looking to see if my wife's there and then I get all these dirty looks and my wife's not here but trust me she wishes she was here in fact she's listening online I love you baby doll and uh, she's the best so I decided to bring a young partner with me to, on this little trip and, and uh, young thing, Buxton and, and uh, girls calm yourself he's, he, we, 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 we came to, to let him understand a little bit what ministry is about while he's here and, uh, but I'm glad he's here, he's been helping me a little bit here and there and, uh, I'm the other uncle that they don't claim they know. know, That's brother, we don't know him, but just kidding. Amen. While you're standing, if you could turn in your Bibles to Genesis chapter eight, verse 21, and jump forward to Genesis 27, verse 27, and then we're gonna read out of Hosea 14, verses four through seven, amen. But it's good to be in the house of the Lord. I don't know why I'm up here preaching. All those that did all the announcements all the stuff going on they might as well just kept on preaching they didn't even need to do announcements they just needed to preach the word and just I wish they'd listen to the spirit and they just got it going with it <laughs> but my goodness now what happened girl just got all up on you you just you follow, I know what happened. You followed Sister Tabitha over here, and that's what happened. She just left all that anointing up here for you and just had to go with it. Then, of course, the first lady come up here and puts it out of the park. You know, just like real easy for her. Yeah. But how many really truly love your pastor and his wife and their boys? We love you. Appreciate you very much. Amen. Let's get into the reading of the word. The Lord smelled a sweet Savior. And the Lord said, Man, I can't even hardly read this. In his heart, I will not again curse the ground anymore for man's sake. For the imaginations of man's heart is evil from his youth. But neither will I again smite anymore every living or everything living. As I have done, this is right after the flood, judgment came. God made a statement that after it was done, he smelled something real sweet. He said, I'm never going to do that again. So that ground that was once cursed no longer became cursed. It changed. We're going somewhere tonight. Hopefully you can help me tonight. I fought a lot of devils before I got up here tonight. Verse 27 of of Genesis. And he came near and kissed him. And he smelled the smell of his raiment and blessed him and said, See, the smell of my son is as the smell of a field which the Lord hath blessed. Hosea 14, verse 4. I will heal their backsliding. I will love them freely, for mine anger is turned away from him. I will be as the dew unto Israel. He shall grow as the lily and cast forth his roots as Lebanon. His branches shall spread. His beauty shall be as the olive tree and his smell as Lebanon. Lebanon. They that dwell under his shadow shall return. They shall revive as the corn and grow as the vine. The scent thereof shall be as the wine of Lebanon. Tonight I'm going to preach on this subject for just a few moments here tonight. The smell of blessings. The smell of blessings. Come on, let's do it unto the Lord right now. Let's let an aroma fill this house. The sweet, anointing aroma fill the house. Heavenly Father, we love you. We praise you. And we magnify your name tonight. We pray your hand upon us right now. We pray in Jesus' name. In Jesus' name. Everybody say in Jesus' name. Now turn around to the other neighbor that you didn't want to look at and do the same thing. Give him a high five. Say, hey, the smell of blessings is in the air. Praise God, amen. I give honor to the great leadership of this church. You may be seated as well, all those that partake to make this church function. It goes beyond just your pastor, but it goes into all the leadership that's involved to make things happen. And so I give you honor tonight as well. I think you ought to give them a hand clap as well. The knowing and you saw coming out of the leaders is because they have decided to be leaders and not just followers. Amen. Praise God. I also want to thank whoever created that beautiful basket in my room called a keto basket. I'm telling you, I was in heaven. Sister Hurd. Come on. I'm telling you, I was in heaven when I saw that. Then I made a mistake and I looked left and I saw Thane Buxton's basket. I got Parmesan crisp. No sugar jerky. He's got Snicker bars. Kit Kats. And I'm telling you, the moment he opens that up and I smell that, he'll no longer have a basket for his sake. It'll be on, Sister Hurd. I'm just telling you right now. I'm going to wrestle with the young Buxton over that Is that how we do it? Son, I'm telling you what. You better just get back up here and preach after you did that, bud. (laughs) Anyhow, thank you, Sister Hurd. Very nice of you. But I'm serious. He opens up one candy bar. It's on. uh, He's already dug into it. He said, you got a knife, Brother Willis? For what? Well, I got to open this up. This is before church. I told you I fought a lot of devils before I got to church. It is interesting to find out how God works. God, you find quite often, He has the ability to let things go bad for the purpose of saving you. We find that quite often God would let bad circumstances take place so He could find a way to save you will find it's quite often that God was even willing to let a whole world be destroyed by a flood to save a man and his family because they found grace in the eyes of the Lord. I'm listening tonight to the spirit of this church right now. There is something that God is trying to tell this church. I've been coming here long enough the last few years, but momentum, you just had to bring that word up, and getting after it, Sister Tab, This got to go get something with what we've got, and so God said, you know what, I'm letting myself destroy a world so I can save you, you'll find that when the plagues came, he let the destruction come beyond the people of God. The plagues came down. I don't have time tonight for the sake of time to go over every one of them, but he would let these plagues come so he could save Israel. Are you following me here tonight? You'll find it was even with Lot and his family that God was going to destroy a city for the purpose of of saving a family. I'm here tonight to preach to the Rock Church. You need to stop worrying about the city that's going to get destroyed and get worried about what God is doing to save you and others around you that are going to heaven one day. It's time for us to get a fresh perspective of this hour. It's not time to waller in depression and waller in the seduction of the mood of the world. It's time to believe this is our hour. Do you believe that, clap your hands right now. Come on, you believe it, really clap your hands right now. I have never been one that believes that the church will be just a few that get away and just disappear when the Lord comes back. I don't believe in just a few and no more concept. I believe the church will be become the only light the world will know, will be the answer and they will have to make a choice. Based upon that and that alone. Either the church or not the church. The battle we're dealing with is a spiritual battle. It's between darkness and light. It's between darkness good and evil, and yes, we are living in the world that evil is good and good is evil, but I still believe in the good of the
3: Lord, and I still believe God is going to give and fulfill promises to his people. I wish you'd make up in your mind that you're going to be on that side that escapes Sodom and Gomorrah. You're going to be on the inside the boat.
2: See, you got to understand something. When the flood came, they were in the boat for 7 days, the Bible says. And then the rain came. Judgment came.
3: God has a way of secluding his people that are hungry for him. God has the ability to find a way that you can forever escape the temptations of the hour. But somewhere you got to have something inside of your spirit that says, I want more. I want more than what I have right now.
2: And so we find here that the Lord is trying to give us an example of what he was doing doing when he said, I'm not going to destroy this earth anymore, but it's going to become something that is going to bring forth not cursings anymore, but blessings unto people. And so we find here uh, that in Genesis chapter 27, uh, there was a battle between two brothers. Uh, You might say the flesh and the spirit, Uh, the fight in
3: the womb started in the womb Uh, of their mama and the Bible says that Jacob, uh, he desired things beyond what he could not have It was not custom for him to have the birthright, and it was not custom for him to have the blessings. But somewhere, Jacob realized, if I can just go after what there is, then I'm going to get what there is right now. That's why we got to believe there is a momentum that is rising in the womb of the church. There is a desire of Jacob that is rising in the womb of the church right now.
2: Jacob said, I don't deserve it. I ain't allowed to have this birthright so we know the story a little bit, what Jacob had to do to his own brother, how he came in from the field, working the field, and when he came in, he was tired, and he was
3: willing to sell his birthright for a little pottage of food so he could just satisfy the flesh, and so he was willing to sell his birthright. But Jacob also realized if I'm going to be something, I cannot just have a birthright. I've got to have I believe there's a blessing that comes beyond just having a birthright yeah. I've been preaching long enough to know I've seen many, 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 many people who live under just having a birthright experience. They've been born again of water, and they have talked in tongues, and that's all they live on. But I think God is trying to wake up the church and let you realize there's something beyond just being born again, I am going to step into the world of blessing. That's why the devil's fighting so hard. That's why the devil's throwing everything at you right now. Because he knows when you get a hold of the blessings that God has for you right now.
2: Jacob said, You know what? I'm going to go out. I'm going to put on all this stuff so I can let my daddy know that I've been in the field. That I've been out there in the field. He went there and put on himself, got hairy arms like his brother, and said, You know what? If I can just put that on, and then. but I don't know if he even—you know—we don't find where the Bible says he was worried about the smell
3: out of his daddy. He was worried about what he was going to feel because we knew he was dim in the eyesight; and he couldn't see. But the Bible throws this little insert into there. There was something that when Jacob came to him, he could smell. Woo! There was blessings coming out from the field. Oh, I wish somebody helped me preach right now. It ain't time to suck out thims right now. It's time to say the field is white and the harvest is ready.
2: And so there was something about Jacob had
3: a spirit on him, Brother John. He said, You know what? I like being born again, but I know there's more to this than just being born again. There are things that God wants to give us that we have got to make up our mind. Oh, having a birthright experience is not enough. I got to partake of the blessing. Well oh, somebody clap your hands right now. Come on, clap your hands a little bit right now. Make up in your mind right now. I got to smell the blessings that are coming.
2: But Jacob came to his father, and his father felt his arms and he could he, he but there was something he just had to. There was something that he had to smell about Jacob that reminded him most of what his brother was. Because Jacob understood that that field
3: was not a cursed field any longer, Pastor. But it was a field of great blessings that come out of it. Uh, That's why we got to believe right now uh, that as long as we're working the field, uh, and as long as we're preparing ourselves with the field, uh, and as long as we're doing what's in the field, uh, oh, uh, that God is going to come by, uh, and what is he going to smell?
2: See, it's interesting to find out But you have other instances in the Bible where God takes righteous people and he begins to address things about their smell that he wanted them to take notice of. Here you guys are talking about Shadrach, Meshach, and Abednego. Oh, here we go again. They just keep preaching everything I try to study for and and work on. You know, three Hebrew children, they just made up their mind, do or die, I'm going into fire. So they went into fire. Of course, we know the story. They got got hotter and hotter before they threw them in. The people that tried to put them in, they were dying, but they weren't dying. And the likeness of the Son of Man showed up. And when they got out, not even the smell. the smell that was in the furnace come probably from others that were thrown in there. Others that went there and didn't make it. You ever smell the fireplace that just got done burning? It's got a stench to it, don't it? Sometimes you can almost smell the burnt items that you put in there. You know, I just found out about goats. I found out goats, when when them males are ready to to be part of this whole breeding process, they do things to their body that you would even dare to do. They urinate all over their body so they can put a smell like they're the man. Some of you men smell like that sometimes, and you think you're going to get the girl of your dreams. You don't shower for days thinking, ooh, I'm Cool. Because I look good. And we saw those goats this week, and we're like, and they're walking around like I'm it, you know. And I, but there was a smell. They wanted to climb up the gate so you could pet them. Nope, we ain't petting them, sis. <laughs> we ain't touching those goats. No, <laughs> no, 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 no. And so when those three Hebrew children came out, the smell.
3: Of the world
2: was not on them.
3: The smell of death was not on them. The smell of the ash and the soot and everything that come out of the fire was not on them. I wish somebody help me preach a little bit right now. It's time to tell the devil I may be going through fire, but when I'm done, you're not going to smell the fire from where I'm coming from. I wish somebody would clap your hands right now. So I believe the Lord is going around going, He's smelling because he's
2: wanting to pour out blessings in the entire hour. And you even notice when old Lazarus died, but Lord, surely he's stinking by now.
3: Surely he's been dead for four days. There's something about, about him that just isn't right.
2: We don't want him coming out of that. It's almost like that's what they were thinking. Like, wow, what are you doing? Jesus, you know what you're talking about? Do you realize, Jesus, if you did that for them, you know what they're going to smell like when they come out? You mean, you mean, yeah, they're going to stink. Yeah, there's going to be a smell. But when they come in, through the resurrected
3: example of what God's got to do. He says, take off, thy loose those clothes. Loose is the covering of what was on him when he went in and what he took off when he got in, out of that. God saying I'm going to do things for this world they've only dreamed of and it may have been a four days and surely they stinketh but he's saying I'm about ready to do something for them they've only dreamed about. It's time for us to believe and stop crying at the feet of Jesus. Jesus is letting you die in a tomb. He's letting you go through the fire but when you come out there's not going to be the smell
2: the Lord said I'm ready to pour out blessings right now I'm I, you know I've, I've been hearing all these stories during this whole COVID thing of churches debts being paid off this year and don't breathe cold. I cheat when I have to wear them stupid masks. I wish I lived in Florida. I didn't have to wear a mask. I've been in revival since I pulled in Sunday night called the mask revival. (laughs) Praise God.
3: I can smell
2: again. But I cheat. I always had so I can smell. Doesn't smell, you know. The Lord's trying to show something to the world. He said, You come through what I'm gonna bring you through. You're not gonna have the stench the world's gonna have. Because when you're coming out of this, there's coming something with it. Into to some houses, and you just know, we evangelized, me and my wife, we had a, we were young evangelists at the time, in fact, we were probably y'all's age, just married, had little kids, we had a trio team that we would travel in our state, help out home mission churches, and we just did it to bless the church, so they put us up and everything, well little did the pastor know, he put us at home, me and my wife, I think, I think God was just putting me through the fires for some reason, but. We walked in this house, boy, and you walked around. You could smell cat urine, dog urine. The carpet was wet; you could feel it through your toes. I almost got a hotel that night. Couldn't afford one at that time, but I almost did. I said, "No, I ain't gonna do it," because I knew why I was there, and it was it was an experience. Thank you, Sister Williams, for such a great evangelist. And great keto snacks. I'm telling you, I'm in heaven with keto snacks. I'm just telling you. You ever had their Atkins peanut butter cups? Don't eat them. You won't stop. But what happened that weekend at that church? Because we weren't afraid to deal with the smell. They have people getting the Holy Ghost. haven't got Holy Ghost in years in that church. I just believe the Lord is trying to smell. He's trying, trying to breathe through his
3: nostrils. Is there revival still at the rock church? Is there, is there a hunger still at the rock church? You still praying, girl! you still operating in blessings. Oh, I'm telling you right now, I think the Lord's trying to get their attention. He's saying, are you going to be a people that when you come out of the fire, what are you going to smell like? You're going to say, I smell like resurrection. I smell like my God has just delivered me. We've got to learn to live under the right smell of blessings.
2: he said, oh, I'm the backsliders are coming back. Now, you got to understand, this written in Hosea is written in a prophetic tense, meaning it's what's going to happen. The backsliders are coming
3: That's why those that have been holding the church doors open, you need to live under blessings. Because the blacksliders, I wanted to know can they still smell the church? Can they still smell revival? Can they still smell. Help me right now. Come on. There's nothing worse than being Holy Ghost filled and you smell like you got a bad attitude. You smell full of depression. You smell full of hatred. You smell with bitterness on you. Somewhere you got to say, that's not what I come out of. My God's given me something beyond that. He's given me blessings that are beyond depression. I'm all just going to just go in the Holy Ghost right now. You've been too long letting this world dictate to you how your attitude ought to be in the midst of a worldly environment right now that's trying to do this to us. Somewhere, you got to get a momentum in your spirit and say, I'm going to go get something more.
2: You want to know how to deal with depression? You know, when the devil's working on you and he's trying to do this called suppression, and then he does depression, and then he keeps pushing you down. You know how you handle that? You say, excuse me, I'm blessed.
3: And you just go, da,
1: da, 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 da.
3: Take off your kingly robes. So you ain't going to hurt me no more. I am living because I got a smell a blessing upon me.
2: Listen to me. I know y'all going to get freaked out right now. Please don't. I'm about done preaching. You know the best advice I ever heard about depression? You know what it is? You ready for this? I want you to prepare yourself. They say, go clean your room.
3: <laughs> this was 30 years ago.
2: That was about two years old. Well, no, I'm just kidding. But they said to us, you want to cure depression? Just go clean your room. What they're saying is Go get a fresh smell.
3: Oh, the devil's pouncing on you, trying to destroy you. Uh, and this young lady right here, uh, you know what you do? Uh, you say, I'm going to go get a new smell tonight. Uh, I'm going to go operate in blessings tonight. Uh, I'm not staying back here tonight. Uh, I am going forward. Uh, why, uh, I'm understanding uh, there's more than just being born again. Uh, there's a blessing that comes.
2: Some of y'all need to clean your pews. Your pews have become cluttered with the busyness of life. Where you get the smell of, that's my spot and don't you let nobody near it. I like this guy, I can pick on him. He's like me, he likes to eat and he eats good. But the devil gets you all wrapped up trying to smell the arrogancy of "That's my spot," and don't you touch it. You know what we need to do around here? You know what to blow the mind of this church right now? What if y'all just flip-flop next service? Hey. What would you do, Brother Donnelly? if all of a sudden they saw you over there instead of here. And what would you do, all you young couples? That you just said. Oh, I know you're not a couple yet, but you want to be a couple. Mm-hmm. There you
3: go, Bubba. What we need to do is get a new smell around here. It's time to go clean your pew. You gotta make up in your mind. I ain't living in time revival. We got a smell. We gotta have a smell of rejoicing. A smell of promise. See smells come because you don't change yeah. oh my God, that's good. you don't change you just keep doing the same thing wearing the same clothes never cleaning never doing something new that's why you're always going to get the same result that's why you got to believe right now I'm going where there's a blessing I got a birthright but I'm going where blessing is I'm going to go work the field
2: is my new friend and partner. He helps me on jobs now that we do we get ourselves into stuff. And I said, Bubba, I needed you these last two days. We could have used your help. You know what he says to me? I was resting. You know what Brother Wilson is doing to his world? He's changing his world. To a whole nother world. His poor daddy, he ain't gonna ever be the same. Hang around, brother Willis. It's not gonna be good.
3: But you know why he's here? He wants to help. He wants to do something besides the normal routine he's always done. That's why I'm glad he's here right now. I'm telling you right now, you need to make up in your mind, Rock Church. You need to get off of your dusty pew and clean it and say, I'm gonna go get what God wants for me.
2: over here. I love these guys. So, are you daring enough to put his coat on and you put his coat on? <laughs> now, you might have to do this. Isn't that bow so cute out there? Now they're smiling. They weren't smiling before.
3: See what are doing? A little change will do to your spirit right now. You all of a sudden recognize, whoa. I can't get stuck where I'm at. I got to make up my mind. I got to constantly be grasping at the heels of revival. There's more. There's blessings to behold. There's blessings to have right now.
2: I didn't mess up your hair, did I, Bob? Okay, I'll just make sure I comb it real good for you there. Oh, good Lord, Jesus. Yeah, there you go. Woo! Boy, I got a partner. It's time to believe. I'm going to go get the blessing instead of just living because I, well, I got baptized, got the Holy Ghost, I'm doing good, I'm showing up for church, but there's blessings.
3: (laughs) There's things you never saw before.
2: know what would happen next time you're up on that keyboard and you don't worry about getting in trouble? (laughs) If you got out and you ran this balcony dancing in the Holy Ghost,
3: what would happen to your world? It will go from just having a birthright. I've got blessings that my daddy gave me that goes beyond the normal. What are you doing? I'm operating in blessings. What are you doing? I'm operating where blessings are. What are you doing? I'm doing where promise is. Where promise is.
2: Oh, yes. See, we always get to this spot where you're, what what am I supposed to do, preacher? Am I supposed to respond right now, or are you going to keep preaching? Sister Tim. Just tell them. Both. Both. What? Both. The level of faith that comes from those that have momentum for blessing, while the preaching's going on, where it's pastor, some strange evangelist that comes by, or brother Thane Buxton gets up and preaches Sunday morning.
3: We don't care. All we got to have is we have this grasping mentality. Uh, I want more. I'm it for more. I need more. Oh, depression always comes in when you don't change and you don't go forward and you don't move. It always comes when you're sitting still.
2: I've never known depression to come on somebody that was super involved
0: that's good preaching
2: depression always comes depression only comes to those that are not moving this depression always moves on the person that never changes. I don't know why I'm on depression tonight, but that's how the enemy works. He gets you to sit still. You're doing all right. You got the Holy Ghost, baptized in Jesus' name. Mm -hmm. You're good, just like you are. Churches, we can open up five months from now and we'll be all right. We're not supposed to sing in our churches in California, but they recalled that one, so. Yeah. But I've never seen depression come on somebody that's always grasping. Because pressure can't come here, 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 and here. That's why it's exciting to see when Paul and Silas they're sitting in the jailhouse. You know, the Bible says they they had they were in chains. Yeah. The Bible says they begin to what, sing praises, right? So when you're locked in chains, mm-hmm. and trust me, it's not like they could go woo. Yeah. Well, they found out what did work. I believe those chains were rattling like this. They couldn't have lifted them, but That's they were good. rattling. What are they doing? Depression?
3: It's too noisy for you tonight. You may have beat me. You may have stripped me. You may have made me naked in this inner prison. But I still got a voice behind this. And I'm still going to sing. It's time to get a fresh smell huh, upon the rock church huh, and let God know, huh, God wants to smell you. What do you smell like to him right now? Woo! Oh yeah.
2: So it's Tuesday night. I preached what? Twenty minutes? Was there ten minutes longer than that? Were you counting? He was. How many minutes have I been preaching? You forgot? He's trying to be safe with his words. <laughs> I can smell a little lion spirit over there. I wonder right now, if we just kick depression out of here, where it never it never finds welcoming seats in this church any longer.
3: Where well, if you see depression, go clean that pew. You see it settling, you go clean the fourth pew. You see it coming down, you go get your broom, you go get whatever it takes, and you say, you're not having your spot in here because we ain't got room for depression around here. So, it's
2: Tuesday night. I've been preaching long enough to no, know what kind of atmosphere I'm really in. I want you to take about two minutes. And you break the spirit of depression out of the rock church.
3: I wish somebody go clean some pews right now. I'd go walking through every pew around here and say you ain't got no room. We need some momentum, girl. I need about three of y'all to go through those pews and say, in Jesus' name, we're having revival here. This is our momentum right now. It's my
1: time for God's favor. It's my time to be blessed. It's my time for God's favor.
0: Thing. It ought to be a red flag that goes up in your life uh, that understands there's forces uh, that are trying to weigh me down uh, and push me down uh, and press me down. Uh, but my Bible said uh, to grab the garment of praise uh, to deal uh, with heaviness. Uh, somebody ought to take a moment right now uh, and lift your hands uh, and declare I'm free. Uh, from the Jesus,
1: help I'm, me free, free, from I'm free, free. From heaviness. I'm free. From oppression, I'm giving my blessing. Come, Come on. On. just go ahead and press your
0: way somebody shout your way Woo! he <laughs>
1: can't